wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success for vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Welcome, welcome. We are back for another epic episode of Dissecting Success and we've been having these convos lately and also been noticing a bit of a theme and a trend of something that's been like dying for a while now and it's that hustle culture Blair what's your thought on like hustle culture guys it is not a badge of honor to be busy like to me I've abolished that word have we talked about it on this on this this series yet I don't think so like I will no longer be busy I will be fulfilled if something that comes to me makes me feel busy I say no and part of that is the hustle culture. And with us all be sa- being safe at home for the last year, we got to reduce the hustle because we couldn't go places. We couldn't jam pack our schedule with different cocktail hours and meetings and lunch and learns and breakfast networking events. And like, I can tell you the last year was one of the most productive years of my business. I didn't work from morning till night. Like I didn't have to work tons of hours. I wasn't cramming in the hustle. I wasn't feeling busy and I made more income. And so why do we pride ourselves on this hustle? Like, I mean, you know, the saying hustle hard or side hustle, like, do we need to reword that? I don't really know. I just think that we shouldn't wear busy and hustle as a badge of honor because really we have to give up stuff that we love in order to hustle and in order to be busy. I love that Blair. And I mean, I used to wear busy like a badge of honor. And I know a lot of people who have, or maybe even now still in this like red race kind of attitude. And the thing I have found with it is this whole, like there's such a misconception around what it means to be successful. Right. And so many of us grew up with this whole idea that like, in order to be successful, you have to be like the hardest working person in the room and so we started to have this like idea right that the more I do the more I accomplish the more successful I am the more validated I am and the better I do but it's kind of like I have found the opposite like this whole quantity thinking right that the more we get done in a day the more productive we are it's kind of a load of crap and I want to call it that because honestly like it's not about how many things you do. It's about doing the things you do really, really fucking well. 
if you think that you are filling your schedule with things you have to do and you are feeling busy, overwhelmed, you are taking away from yourself. You are taking away from the life you're meant to be living. And what you just said about quality, you know, quantity and quality, like what four things, five things could you remove from your schedule or in place with one more one thing that's just as impactful, if not even more. And why do you feel like hustling? Like what is the glorify glorification about hustle? Like what does hustle mean to you? Like maybe we should break that down a bit. Like Teresa, what does hustle mean to you? And while you're telling me, I'm actually just going to look up the definition. Okay. That's cool. Um, what does hustle mean to me? I think hustle, I would define as like unintentional placed action in a very quantified amount, like literally doing for the sake of doing with no clue of where you're doing ends up like pointless doing. And this is actually something I wrote about in my book, Achieve with Grace. And I was talking about it and I was saying that like, there's this 80-20 rule, right? That basically it says that 20% of what we do creates 80% of our results. And then if you flip that 80% of what you do, that's the hustling. 80% of your hustling only creates 20% of your accomplishments. So what a waste of time. Like I can't stand for that. Like I am not one who likes to waste that time. I'm just going to say it straight up. That is just crazy. Like time is valuable. I'd rather go for a walk or go for a sushi date with you. I love sushi and dates with you. And also time is one of the most valuable resources. I actually, in my book, um, Pulsing Through My Veins, I talk about how you never get more time. You can never get the gift of time back. And, you know, I think when I was younger, I would hustle and it was glorified. But as I've gotten older and more mature, in my business life, which is my real life, I understand that it's about doing things with intention, not perception of the outside world, but with, with intention in accordance to a plan. Like what's my plan and what are the steps I have to take? Kind of like chess or checkers, you know? And so while you were um, telling me and us and all of us <laughs> about what hustle means to you, it's funny because there's a bunch of different definitions and The first one that comes up on the Merriam-Webster dictionary website is to crowd or push roughly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that's not actually the definition we're talking about, but it kind of like it kind of, it's harsh. It's a harsh word, but um, you know, one of the definitions that is what we're talking about is to sell or promote energetically and aggressively aggressive. Like, do we want to be pushing people? Do we want to be pushing ourselves aggressively? Like, don't we need to be kind to ourselves? And, you know, old school nineties, hip hop, they, you know, lots of songs about hustling. I'm into it. Like I'm totally into cranking the tunes and driving around Winnipeg with my friends, (laughs) but in business, I don't want to hustle. In business, I want to work hard and attract the right customers and attract the right people. And I don't want working hard and working towards a purpose to be associated with anything to do with aggressively. Like, I don't want to sell aggressively to you. I'm not selling aggressively to you. I'm telling you a story and telling you how I can help you. And you get to make that decision. Yeah. You know, I think that this whole thing of right, like this aggressively pushing, hustling, striving, like using force to accomplish your goals, right? Like your business goals. 
I mean, it's also pretty exhausting because when you think about it, if you're constantly hustling, right? And then if you mix in my lovely definition that you're not really going anywhere with all your hustling, you're basically just burning yourself out over and over and your business isn't going to move forward by force, right? Like, and I think there's a difference between working hard for your business and showing up for your business and hustling. I think they're very different things. And I think you can work hard in whatever time you're working, right? Like if you're like, I'm going to kick butt for an hour today. I guarantee you that if you put full intent behind that hour, it could be way more powerful than spending seven hours hustling and doing a hundred things and trying to do it all at once. Because the one thing you did intentionally versus the seven hours of random forced action just doesn't land the same with people. Um, Leah's trying not to interrupt me today. I'm trying so hard <laughs> not to interrupt because I'm an interrupter and I think I'm doing pretty good. I'm like very proud of myself and I don't interrupt on purpose. It's because I'm so freaking passionate, but I remind myself two ears, one mouth, two ears, one mouth. And so, um, but what I just, you know, back to like being hustling, being associated with busy, like what does that, what does that do to your brain? Like it just like scrambles you and you're not showing up for your clients or for yourself or your family, you know, as the best version of you. And one of the ways that I was able to pull myself out of this perceived hustle culture and from being too busy was by having a plan. You know, we talked a couple episodes ago about recipes. It, you know, I created a recipe for my business. I created a plan and, you know, I didn't really know what to do when I started my business. I would just go to a networking event and there I would meet more people who take me to their events. And then I'd have meetings and coffee meetings and more coffee meetings and more events. I didn't have a plan. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just doing what I thought I needed to do, but I never had this plan. And so in my early twenties and mid twenties, I was burning out. I, you know, had the eye twitch. I was working from like, you know, pre pre-work meetings till, you know, evening cocktail hour trying to get my work done and networking and growing my business. I was hustling. I was busy and I was miserable because I had no social life. And it wasn't until later into my business journey, you know, this summer, my business turns 13 that I realized that I didn't have a plan. And as soon as I created that plan with the support of business mentors, I was able to restructure what I did to build my business. I love that, Blair. I think that's so key. I kind of feel very similar in that sense that why well, I, I thought I had a strategy at the beginning of 2020, but the strategy went into the bin March 14th <laughs> with a bunch of contracts. Along but then you wrote them. a book. Oh, so I interrupted, but you wrote a book. So like I did, but then you know what I did for a while though, is I focused on the book. I did the book thing, but I still was also doing like the hundred things. Like I remember like trying to do like everything. I was like newsletters, social media, like writing my book, wanting to speak more. Like I, there was just so much going on and it was kind of like, I, like I started to fall into like hustle mode again because I'm like really good at hustle mode like I've like perfected hustle mode over my career in hotels like I'm like I can hustle my way through life hands down but 
I was not having a good time hustling my way through life. So it was funny. You said that I also got myself some business mentors and we were having conversations and I was like, maybe I need a strategy. Like we strategize too, because my strategy that I had was based around doing in-person events. And then the strategy was like, kaboom. And then I was like, oh, well, what do I do now? Right. So then really I stripped it. I stripped everything. Like I sat down and I started slashing the things I don't enjoy doing, which also gave me heaps more time back and actually focusing on what do I want to do? What do I want to put in a strategy that could really support me, my growth, my business growth. And like, literally I started to like, that started in August and I got focused and things started to turn around like fast. And I think that's the thing when we focus with a strategy instead of hustling without one, like you're actually moving yourself every day in the right direction and you can show up for your strategy. And I like showing up for my strategy because I feel like I have a plan. <laughs> it feels good to have a plan. I like plans. I love lists. You know, and it's interesting because some people think, oh, I have a social media strategy. That's a business plan. Or they think, oh, I have a business plan. I'll just use that and post on social. But really, like, you know, your overall goals should be broken down into business plan and your business plan should be broken down into a marketing strategy, PR strategy. And, you know, they don't need to be these like huge hundred page documents. Um, you know, they could be very simple and easy to follow. And I've been building these strategies since before social media marketing was a thing. I've been building out, you know, what to execute when and you know, as social media and PR and the world's evolved, I've always, you know, modified my, you know, proprietary templates on what to do to execute. And, you know, I've trained probably hundred, maybe thousands, hundreds or thousands of people on, you know, how to create a strategy based on your business goals. And it's not just social media, it's not just business, but it's also about building thought, a thought leadership, being a, being the authority in your industry, being that go-to person. So when the news wants to get a quote about social media, they know to come to me, or, you know, when the news wants to know about, um, you know, business development in, or like business coaching in a pandemic or business pivots, they go to Teresa because Teresa's brilliant. You know, how are you going to be that person that stands out from your competition and hustling isn't the answer. Hustling will get to, you'll get to know a lot of people, but then you won't have time to do your work. You won't be productive. You'll be burnt out. So, you know, stripping it back down to your, your goals and your plans. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you're feeling a little overwhelmed, we got you. We got your back. We totally and got you. Yeah, we got you. Because on April 15th, we are hosting a four-hour masterclass for free. <laughs> for free. And it's a free masterclass where we build your business strategy with magnitude and direction. And so, you know, again, April 15th, it's from noon till 4 p.m. Pacific. If you can't be there live, which live is where you want to be, the replay is available for a week. And uh, Teresa, want to let people know what we're going to jam on, what they're going to yeah. learn. Yeah. I mean, you're going to learn really how to put a business strategy together. All the things that go into a business strategy, including how to be visible in your business, things and tools you can use to, you know, really get your business seen in front, which I think is so vital. But we're also going, and that includes things like I should, should, should add some details, like 
how to use like public relations, how to get featured in like big publications, like some of the hacks that you can do and the tips and the tricks. Like you've got like amazing Blair here who's genius and helping you do that, right? Like your social media, the different platforms, which platform you might want to be on for what, right? Like considering your unique business and who you are as well in your business strategy, which I think is going to be super, super important. Um, and, you know, there's a couple of things as well that I want to bring into this and that I'll teach on during the um, workshop as well is that your business strategy should be based on your strengths so that you use what you're really good at and what you're really loving as part of that strategy so that showing up isn't just going to be the thing that you do, but the thing that you enjoy so much. So you generate the energy and you show up in a way that people are like, dang, like I want to work with this person because not just are they having like an interesting business and they have something cool to say, like the thought leadership piece I think is huge, but they're also showing up in a way that's like, you can't ignore it. Like when you're showing up with the energy, when you're utilizing your strengths, when you feel supported and you stop the hustling because you have a solid strategy and you're no longer like, oh my God, what's next? Oh my God, what's next? Oh my God, what am I going to do tomorrow? Right? Like, and you force yourself, sit down and be like, today I work for eight hours. And you're like, what am I going to do today? Right? Like, I'm sorry, but I hope you can relate to this, but like, I've done this. So I'm going to be super honest and you don't want to do that, right? There's really no point to that. And when you have that strategy, when you know what you do, when you've mapped out a plan, when you have an idea and there's some flex and it uses your strengths and it gets you visible through social channels, through PR, like all those things, like having a good communications plan should be like part of this hands down. And we're going to go into that deep. You know, things are really getting to shift because all of the sudden you're moving in the direction all of the sudden like it like you know this whole idea around magnitude around this business plan and I love that we were thinking about that is that it's this intentional placed action that like expands I was teaching on like the popcorn effect just the other week and that's the magnitude for me like every time you take an intentional action it's like a kernel of popcorn and you put it in a pot and you apply consistent heat because you follow your strategy. And then that kernel expands, right? And you keep showing up for it. And all of a sudden you have this delicious bowl of popcorn. And somehow we keep ending up talking about food analogies when it comes Yum. to business, but it works really well. And I want to eat delicious popcorn all the time. I don't want burnt kernels. I don't want not open popcorn. I want like delicious, fluffy, beautiful, amazing popcorn. I love half popped popcorn kernels. They're called, and for a while there was this company, and I don't know if it still exists. And if it does, please let me know. I think it was called Pop Knots, but I love the half pop popcorn. I also like the fluffy kernels, but not the burnt. But um, you know what you just said is beautiful. So if this resonates with you and you want four hours of our undivided attention to help you really up level your business, create that strategy, give you that velocity you need head to teresalambertcoaching.com slash velocity. You can also check the show notes. The link will be there. Um, but, you know, I think what's really cool, maybe we should end this episode on a note of, you know, all of our hard work has paid off and some of the accomplishments we have had recently because we have had a strategy. 
So I've had a couple wins. Teresa and I both became our two-time best-selling authors. We were we co-authored Pursuit yeah, we 365. Did. Yeah, so we we co-authored a book and we it was our both our second book. And we both um because we're in it it became a bestseller. Super awesome. Um I was just named by Yahoo as the top 10 social media expert to watch in 2021. So like that's really freaking cool. And I'm just getting better at peacocking. I'm getting better at my brags because my job as a PR person is to brag about you. But now I'm learning to brag about me. And with Teresa's help in the brag bank, I'm learning to peacock. And I want you to peacock and I want you to get these wins because every time you peacock, it brings more opportunities to peacock. I love and that. I'm really just fascinated with the peacock these days. Let's make bragging a cool thing. That's my like new thing. Bragging is cool. Bragging is cool. Um, Teresa, let's talk about some wins of yours because of all the planning you've done. Cause you've had some pretty epic wins. Like you just had a super successful talk yesterday. You mean you and I, we had two clubhouse dates. We hosted a room. We were moderating in a different room. You spoke at an event and this is because all the work you're putting out, people are, you know, coming to you. The attention is being drawn to you. Do you want to share? Sure. Yeah. Well, I've been having loads of fun and actually my, um, one of my goals, like tangible goals and strategies is speaking, like actually using speaking to build my community, build my audience, which is super fun. And I love it. And so, yeah, yesterday, actually, I spoke, I hosted a women lunch and learn for women in sports, which was really, really cool. And I was speaking about succeeding with more elegance and less struggle. And it was so fun. And it's also just such a great way to build your community to build your following and actually get people that are like part of your target group. And I surpassed 1800 followers on my Insta, which is amazing because yeah, I feel like my Instagram has grown like a lot in the last like six and seven months and engagement is up. You know, I think that that is something too, that I really like learned with a strategy to actually have a brand, right? To spend some time thinking about what is your brand? What are your strengths? How do you want to show up online? And since I have that, I show up. I show up. I have fun. I get these cool speaking engagements. I've got another one coming up for women continue to lead, which is amazing. Like there's just some really cool things that are happening. My workshops are filling. My client spots are filling. Like there's so much to celebrate and so much to to brag about. And, you know, that second bestseller thing was also just like crazy. I was like, oh my God, that's so fun. And yeah, like things are going well and we are launching cool shit. So I'm like, oh, my balls. Um, you wouldn't have done all of these things in such a short period of time if you did not have a plan. So high freaking five, two thumbs up. And I just want to uh, maybe end this episode with another goal, a goal I'm working on. And this is, I've been working on it for two years, but I finally had a meeting with my book formatter. And the goal is by June to be launching the I Am Resilient Project book. The first, first book in potentially a series, but I've been working on it for two years. And um, it's part of a higher plan to help the world be more resilient. So without further ado, Head to TeresaLambertCoaching.com slash Velocity or head to the link in my bio on Instagram, Blair from Blairland. I'm sure Teresa has a link up on, in various places. 
but we want to work with you. We want to jam with you. We want to make you fluffy popcorn kernels. (laughs) Maybe we'll come live so you can spend time with us. Talk to us, show us your face, ask questions, right? Because that's where it's at. So April 15th, noon to 4 p.m. Pacific time. Head to our link, LinkedIn. Head to our LinkedIn. <laughs> Head to our Instagram handles yeah. or click the link in the show notes and come join us for Velocity. It's going to be epic. It's free. Why wouldn't you come and spend time with fun? Plan I who are literally going to show up, show you how to rock it in your business. Okay. I can't talk already. And it's right. only 9 Well, you know what? I'm interrupting because one more thing on this episode, stop being busy, be fulfilled, drop the hustle culture, live with intention, make a plan and be fucking awesome. Peace out. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.